morning and welcome to our St. John's Mothering Sunday service of worship. Whilst today is traditionally a day to honour those mothering churches that have nurtured our faith, in our wider culture, today is a day on which we celebrate mothers more generally. And that can be both a beautiful and a painful concept. For some of us, motherhood is a joyful part of life. But for others, it's a sorrowful subject, uh, marked by disappointment, grief, anger, or confusion. Uh, Particularly this year, today might be a day when grief, exclusion, or separation are particularly at the forefront of our hearts and minds. And yet God has called all of us here today, together, and whatever your circumstance might be this morning, Know that we're joined here now as a holy, beloved family of God, in which each one of us holds a dear and crucial part. As tenderly as Mary cradled the newborn Christ, so the Lord our God holds and cherishes each one of us. And so I say to you, welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy and peace be with you. Our opening prayer. Loving, compassionate Father, as a mother hen gathers her chicks, so you draw the whole human family to yourself. Bring us together now, Lord, that we may today and forever be united under your wing in all our sorrows and joys. Amen. We say together our collect. Father God, we thank you for mothers and carers everywhere and for all they do to help our families grow well. We thank you too for our church family, where we can care for each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. And most of all, we thank you, Lord, that you are our heavenly parent who loves us and helps all families grow. Amen.
come to the Lord in a time of confession. Jesus said, before you offer your gift, go and be reconciled. As sisters and brothers in God's family, we come together to ask our Father for forgiveness. And we say together, Father eternal, giver of light and grace. We have sinned against you and against our neighbour in what we have thought, in what we have said and done, through ignorance, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We have wounded your love and marred your image in us. We are sorry and ashamed and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and lead us out from darkness to walk as children of light. Amen. May the God of love bring us back to himself, forgive us our sins and assure us of his eternal love in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The reading is taken from the second chapter of the book of Exodus, verses 1 to 10. Now a man from the house of Levi went and married a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a fine baby, 
she hid him for three months. When she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and plastered it with bitumen and pitch. She put the child in it and placed it among the reeds on the bank of the river. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river while her attendants walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to bring it. When she opened it, she saw the child. He was crying and she took pity on him. This must be one of the Hebrews' children, she said. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get you a nurse from the Hebrew woman to nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Yes. So the girl went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child and nurse it for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed it. When the child grew up, she brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter and she took him as her son. She named him Moses because she said, I drew him out of water. Here ends the reading. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness and patience. Bear with one another and, if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. This morning's reading from Exodus is probably familiar to most of us the story of Moses in the bulrushes. And it's often one that we hear today on Mothering Sunday. Uh, I've always thought it was a bit of an imperfect Mother's Day story, to be honest. It's characterised for me by loss and separation and hurt. Um, and yet this year it seems weirdly suited to our own imperfect Mothering Sunday in lockdown. Of course, sometimes this story is understood as one of God's great solutions to human tragedy. Now look, this woman thinks she's going to lose her baby, but see, she gets to keep him, she gets him back. Isn't God clever? Hooray! Uh, and yes, this woman, Moses' mother, does get her son back, but not for good, and not really as her son anymore. And the moment he's discovered Moses really belongs to the Pharaoh's daughter, and for his birth mother to have to give him back, after loving him, watching him grow, all the time knowing that one day she has to let him go for good. I think that must have been a very bitter kind of comfort for her. 
So I don't think that this is a story about how cleverly and neatly God steps in and solves human tragedies. And after all, I think we all know that isn't how God tends to work. How many of us today, I wonder, are hurting at the idea of Mothering Sunday? Perhaps feeling the pain of absent loved ones, of our own parental longings going unanswered or cut short, or of never having known the kind of motherhood that card shops, florists and chocolate shops tell us we're supposed to celebrate today. I think from our own experience, we all know that God doesn't tend to swoop into the mess and heartbreak of human family and just put everything back together again. And this story never says that he will, I don't think. What it does say is the good that he can and will build out of our pain if we keep our hearts open to him. I think that's the message for us today. Because it's very tempting, isn't it, when things are tough with our families or our home lives to harden our hearts to each other, to say that loving people is too painful and that we're better off not doing it at all. I think it's even more tempting in these times to harden our hearts to God, to say, well, he lets these horrible things happen to us, so he can't love us, and we shouldn't love him. Moses' birth mother in this story could have hardened her heart. She could have decided that the pain of loss was too much to bear, that Moses was better off out of her life altogether, if she couldn't have him back for good. Moses' sister, Miriam, could have hardened her heart. She could easily have resented this special child that her mum put them all at so much risk to keep hidden for three months. Who knows what would have happened if they'd been discovered. Miriam could just have been relieved that he was gone, frankly, um, and that she had her mum and her family's safety back to herself. Pharaoh's daughter, could have hardened her heart against Moses. She could have seen him as just another one of the people that seemed to cause such a lot of threat and uncertainty in her own life. People that she'd most likely been raised to think were little better than animals. People that she'd probably been raised to think should have been kept in their place and who would uprise and murder her own family given half the chance. But none of these women did harden their hearts. They all, in such difficult circumstance, remained open to love. And in that openness, God is able not only to save the life of a child, but through him to later save the entire nation of Israel. Yeah, these people were all left with the struggles and pains of their own life ongoing. Moses' mum still had to give her son up. Moses' sister still had to lose her brother and then herself to grow up in fear and slavery while he lived in luxury at the palace. The Pharaoh's daughter still had to live with a father whose cruelty and hatred she clearly didn't agree with. None of these lives are magically made completely better in this story. But all three of these women are given not only consolation and comfort in their pain, but ultimately the chance to turn their pain towards something better, to allow God to build something truly beautiful and powerful and good from the brokenness of their own situations. I think this story shows us then a God who meets us where we're at, wherever that is, 
who will join us in our hurt, who will stay with us in our sorrow, and who will help us find a way out of that towards a better place. This story shows us a God who wants to work with us in partnership, in relationship, in love. We have to be willing, but when, in spite of our sufferings, disappointments and mistreatments, our hearts still say yes to love, God will enter and he will begin to bring new things from the brokenness. I think when our human ideas of family and security and comfort break apart, as they so often do, as we see in this story, but when our hearts stay open to love, to God, then God is there, quietly taking the shards into his own hands, piecing them back together to build something perhaps not quite so perfect as he would have had it, but still something which in its lopsided, not quite perfect way, still reflects the wonder of his incredible love for us. Today, this morning, we could harden our hearts. We could say that this pandemic, this year of lockdown, the loss and suffering, the pain, has been too much for us to keep loving through. We could turn from God and from each other and just look after ourselves. Just think what we'll miss out on if we do. This might not be the perfect Mothering Sunday, but God is here. God is with us. If we keep our hearts open to one another and to his love, he'll build wonderful things. Amen. Dear God, Thank you for making our mothers because they did make us and they were treating us kind and they get, got us very healthy. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. Dear God, I'm very, I'm, I'm very thankful that you made all mums be nice to, uh, to the kids that we all have and I really appreciate that um, all the mums cook for us they um do the effort for us. They help us in homework. They help us like in um in in school. They help. They give us good advices to make friends in school. And and I just want to say to God that He's a very He's a very nice He's a very nice person who gives us who gives us a lot of kindness and happiness in us and makes us more healthy. And I want to say that, that God did a, a very good job for making all mums be healthy. And um, I'm very happy to hear that, especially my one, my mum, and I am very thankful for it. And yeah, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the rest of this past night and the gift of this new day. We thank God for all of the mums that took care of us, keep us happy, and was calm. We pray that everything we've ever had. Father God, pray that you support us, keep us Nice and keep us calm. We thank you. We thank you, God, for moms be jealous, nice, and thankful for us.
we pray that we hold tight inside to them. We pray that all the moms that died and the moms that are still alive rise from the dead. I pray the calm help us to support our moms. God help us to support us. We pray for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dear Father, today we are gathered here to pray for all the wonderful, hard-working mothers whom you have entrusted with the care of your most precious little ones. Every day, mothers work hard to make sure children get the nurturing, love and discipline they need. We thank you for creating each mum so uniquely with so many gifts and talents. We thank you for all the sacrifices mothers make for their children and those around them, for the gift of time they give their kids for late nights, looking after babies, washing, cleaning, cooking, hugging, kissing and so many other things. We thank you because mums never get tired, they always soldier on, they are always devoted. Therefore, they give each mum the daily strength she needs to overcome any challenge or situation and to know your grace is sufficient every season, every day, every question, every tension, every failure. It is sufficient always. May mothers know your unconditional love and feel empowered to love their children the same way. We pray for wonderful women who cannot or do not have children, but who nurture and care for others. Father, we pray that mothers would keep their hearts and minds set on you and rely on you for their source of physical and spiritual strength. Finally, we pray that love, understanding, repentance, kindness and forgiveness would fill every home. Amen. Heavenly Father, as we honour our mothers and thank you for all those who have cared for us, we remember those for whom Mothering Sunday brings sadness. We pray for those whose mothers have died, remembering Faye Johnson James and her family. We pray for mothers whose children have died remembering especially the family of Sarah Everard. Please comfort them and uphold them with your love. We pray for those mothers and children who have a troubled relationship. We pray for children who have never known their birth mother. We ask that where there is pain in these relationships, that you would bring comfort and healing. We pray for those who have longed to be mothers, but remain childless, and ask that you would supply their every need. We pray for mothers and children who are struggling in hard circumstances, who lack food or money or shelter, 
and we ask, Lord, that you would help and provide for them. We pray for mothers and children who live in fear because of violence, remembering those who live in Yemen and other places where there is fighting. Please protect them and provide the way to peace for them. Loving Father, please comfort all those who feel sadness on Mothering Sunday and uphold them with your tender love and compassion. We pray that in their sadness, they will also know the comfort and joy of belonging to your family. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
Now for some notices. Uh, I hope you received the e-newsletter with uh, lots of the notices in there. Uh, and if you don't yet receive those, uh, you can add yourself on the website. Uh, there is a link on the front page, and you can type in your email address, uh, and you can keep up to date with all the news and everything that's going on that way. Uh, just a couple of things to highlight. Uh, we are going to be running some confirmation classes for a confirmation service on the 9th of May. Uh, we had started some classes uh, this time last year, and of course they had to, um, well slightly before, uh, but they had to be cancelled because of COVID, uh, and the service got postponed several times, but we've got a date uh, for the 9th of May at 4 o'clock, uh, and we'll be running some confirmation classes uh, again, and these were going to be starting on Sunday the 11th of April, uh, 4 o'clock, and then for four Sundays, uh, four consecutive Sundays. The first session will be on Zoom, and then we will uh, have a think about whether the rest of the sessions we can meet in person or whether uh, we would still prefer to do things online. Uh, so if you're interested, please do drop me a line. You can email me vicar at stjohns-laytonstone.org.uk. Uh, and if you had started the classes last time, uh, we would love for you to join in again uh, because we're pretty sure that the service will be able to go ahead. Uh, and we will be able to carry on as we had planned. So if you had started the confirmation classes last time, please do get in touch uh, and confirm with me that you're able to do them again this time. Uh, and anyone else who is interested, or even if you just want to find out more, uh, come along to one to see what it's all about. Uh, that's absolutely fine. Uh, it's open to anyone who wishes to uh, explore confirmation, but also potentially just use this as an opportunity to think more about the Christian faith uh, and what it is all about. Secondly, uh, I put a plea out for anyone who is interested in gardening and might want to do some ad hoc gardening in the churchyard. Uh, as, of course, spring is on its way, things are growing quickly. The churchyard is also quickly uh, growing and becoming out of control. Uh, so if you're interested at all, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you might be able to just come in uh, an hour or so every so often, but anything would help, um, and we would love to hear from you if you would be interested in doing just some, some kind of ad hoc gardening at your own time, uh, at your own pace in the churchyard. Otherwise, I think that's all for the notices uh, this week, and just a reminder, we will be looking at coming back in the building on the 18th of April, uh, but we are going to have a service at dawn on Easter Sunday, at six o'clock in the churchyard, uh, so we'll be able to gather together in that way, uh, and otherwise the services continue online for the time being. We come now to our affirmation of faith. Let us declare our faith in God. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
Great God, you are one God, and you bring together what is scattered and mend what is broken. Unite us with the scattered peoples of the earth that we may be one family of your children. Bind up all our wounds and heal us in spirit that we may be renewed as disciples of Jesus Christ, our Master and Saviour. Amen. And as we come to our blessing, you may wish to hold your hands out as a symbol of receiving God's grace. We are called and loved by God the Father and kept safe by Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace and love be ours in abundance. From God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.